Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I am Lucy Alice Cecil. Are you? I am. <laughs> yeah, sorry, were you not expecting me? I wasn't expecting the the full name. Oh, well, oh God, yeah. I mean, GDPR nightmare, everybody's gonna be able to find all my data now. Yeah. Shit. Are you named after anybody in particular? Yeah, um, Alice off of Wonderland? No. <laughs> <laughs> off, of, off of Wonderland reasons? Yeah, off of the Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't actually know. I don't know if it's because my mum's name's Allison. Oh, okay. And therefore, I, I don't actually know. Oh. Wait, do you mean my... You meant the middle name. I did not, mean not the middle name. Not just my name. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Do you want to tell me about your name? You can. I don't know about my name. They had, a, they had a very good friend called Lucy at uni, who they liked a lot. Aww. So they named me Lucy. That's, That's quite nice, isn't it? It is nice. Yeah. Who okay. are you? Would you like to introduce yourself? No one knows who you are yet. Oh, yes. And I'm <laughs> Olivia Lindsay Taylor. Oh, hello. Hello. Are you named after anything for either of those? Well, we've spoken about this before on the Have on we? the podcast, I think. Oh, repeating uh, old stories already. I know. Um, <laughs> it's just some old wives' tales. Um, yeah, I am called Olivia. I don't really know why. I think they just liked it off yeah. of my parents. Yeah. They, um, yeah. Um, I was going to say something else, but I'm not going to. And then okay. um, I'll save it for the £500 Patreon that we're going to set Oh, up. can't wait for that. Um, and then my middle name is Lindsay because that is my auntie's name. Oh. Oh, okay yeah fair enough yes. pretty, pretty normal way of an, a middle name i know i'm extremely normal as you know um how has your week been so far my week well <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer again we're recording this very close to the last one we've had like a, a lovely weekend in between yeah yeah we've got busy lives now we we've can't just be busy lives yeah i'm off down south for mo- the rest of the week so there's no like time for us to do another one to see the baby to see the baby as we said last week mm. um yes uh i'm all right yeah i had quite a nice weekend went back to my parents saw an old school friend um it was very cute she like we went for a coffee and um but before we went for a coffee she was like uh we're going in here and i was like oh right where are we going and it was a sweet shop <laughs> she was like we're getting pick a mix <laughs> i was uh-huh. like oh okay are we and i have not had pick a mix in so long what do you get from the pick a mix i just got like loads of different things i quite like soury things that are sour or like crystallized do you know what i mean things yeah. that are like a crystal like a big cola bottle i i hate cold bottles because i don't uh-huh. like the taste of coke yeah but it doesn't taste like coke it does to me it tastes I know you don't like coke. No, but, I don't. I but, don't like but, it. But I do like a cola bottle. Okay. I like a I like a milk bottle as well, but they have to be like the hard ones. These were squishy ones. I didn't like them. I don't like squishy um, milk. No, no, no. Exactly. No, no one wants a squishy milk. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just like all different sort of gummy things. I don't really care. A couple of jazzies. I don't really like anything. But I'm not. But I can yeah, mix. I'm not wild about sweets, which is why I like hadn't had any for like a thousand years. But my friend was like, "Yeah, yeah. must get some." The only thing so. I like is in Canada they taste different. Um, gummy worms. Oh, I do like gummy worms. But gummy worms, the really, really long ones mm. from Canada that they put in, like, if you go to a kid's birthday party. Like a Halloween party, jelly. Yeah, like yeah. if you go to a kid's birthday party and they always have, like, a sort of, um, they, they, they do, like, like soil cakes. Yes. Lo- and yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. like, always a thing yeah. off of Canada. They used to have them loads in, like, Malaysia, all the American kids yeah. used to have them. Yeah. And we always had them and they'd have all of, like, the gummy worms, like, poking out of them and stuff. Those gummy worms, I like. Also, anything that's, like, gummy and tastes of grape. Because when I first oh, came great, here, yeah. everything was blackcurrant. I think blackcurrant's disgusting. It tastes like colds. I don't like it. Blackcurrant's my like my favourite. Ew, no, it tastes like colds. I don't like it. I do like Ribena, but that's different. Mm. Like, um, Ribena is, is different, but like Vimto and things like that. It just, to me, and like, you know, like Sainsbury's own blackcurrant or whatever, it's so like medicinal tasting oh, okay. to me. 
To be fair, I don't like any other blackcurrant drinks apart from Ribena, but like a blackcurrant sweet I like. Like a dark, the purple colour sweet would be my choice of like a fruit pastel. Mm. <laughs> and here we are. Oh, sweet chat. I like <laughs> strawberry and lime are my favourite ones. Oh, okay, interesting. Orange one's probably my worst one. Yellow's the worst for me. It just tastes like dishwashing, dishwashing yeah, yeah, liquid. Yeah, the citrus ones yeah. aren't as good, but the lime is good. Lime is better, yeah. It has something to it. Yeah, <laughs> has a bit of an edge. Um, but uh, I've never, never had Vimto. I know silence. Here I am in Manchester. I, don't, I, don't, I think they're coming for me. Actually, I should probably leave. Yeah, and actually, <laughs> I shouldn't have admitted that. Sorry. If you go to the Midland Hotel and get the afternoon tea there, oh yeah, they do like what was it they did? They do like a Vimto mousse or something like oh, okay. that, which okay. is like off yeah. of Manchester. Yeah, and um, if you like, I think you'll like it. Yeah. It, I, well, I'm not sure because I don't. I, yeah, maybe it's basically like, isn't it just like a more more sweet? Ribena. It's like really sweet, really strong. I probably wouldn't like that. But it's also like some other berries and apple. Oh, is it? I, I think. Oh, I've got no fucking idea. Is it like red currants and apple as oh, well, well in a Vimto? I believe you. You're, you're of the area. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you have to take it up with an expert. We'll check after. Okay, yeah, we'll check after. If anybody wants to arrange a Vimto tasting for me, just <laughs> slide into the DM. A Vimto flight. <laughs> <laughs> what what meal would go well with Vimto? I don't know because I've never had it. Yeah, but like a berry drink. A berry drink. Um, ooh, nothing in my opinion. I don't like drinking like... I only want to drink like water or like booze with, 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 with food. food. Yeah. So, But I guess like wine is berries. Yes. So, what would go well with a buried me a buried drink a meal? God, I don't. If, I'm just feeling really sickly now. Yeah. I'm just feeling really gross. Like a hanger steak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a hanging kebab from the botanist. The botanist. <laughs> I had one of those the other day again because uh, because <laughs> your life's so hard. Because <laughs> a. Because A, my life's so hard, and B, because like that's the only place you can go for lunch if like anyone has ele- anything to celebrate in media city. <laughs> is that like the only place? You've got a couple of other places, surely. We've got Wagamamas, but Wagamamas yeah. is quite hard to get into if you go on Friday at right. lunch. Right, yeah, yeah, Because um, yeah. you can't book it. No. And then there's an alchemist over the way, I guess. Mm. But, you know. But, you know, botanist it is. Botanist it is. <laughs> Everyone loves those swinging kebabs. <laughs> Hang low, sweet kebab. Hello, me. <laughs> So, apart from not longing for any swinging meat, what are you swinging looking at longing cheese. for? Oh, cheese. Yeah, but sometimes it's meat. Yeah, I know, but the halloumi one's the best. The halloumi one is the best, yeah. I love halloumi in any way, shape or form. Yeah. But what are you living and longing for this week? Let us know. Well, I am living for the fact that I am going to be... <laughs> oh my God, what are you going to going to... This is a big reveal. <laughs> I'm going to be... Is it Christmas pantos? Tonight, Matthew. Do you know I was in Christmas pantos when I was younger? Were you? Yes. That doesn't surprise me at all. But I was always just like a town's person. Like, like a I chorus was... in the chorus. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. Yeah. But then when, um, in my school, um, which was separate to that pantomime. Right. In my school, I was always just like the narrator or something because I could like do some good reading. Yeah. And then I... Good, voice, good diction. Thank you. And then I auditioned in year five for the role of... I'm, I'm probably told this story as well on the podcast, but... I auditioned for the role of Scylla Black. <laughs> You've not said that before. I don't even know that. So. Okay. Okay. So what happened was I um, auditioned for it because what it was, it was a Christmas show and it was like um, Christmas, like through the ages. And it was about these kids who like got a time machine or something. No, maybe not a time machine, but like something that basically made them 
yeah, like go back in time, but also just like apparate around the world. Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I was, yeah. I'm not, don't, don't get me on the specifics <laughs> of the play. But that don't was, come to me for the plot. Yeah, that was kind of like what it was about. And then my bit was the Tudor bit where they went back to see Henry, Black, Henry VIII Tudor. do blind date with Henry VIII. Oh my God, nice. Yeah, that with like, funny. With like three words. Yeah, it was funny. And I was Silver Black. And then my mum made me go round to her friend's house who was like the mum of another boy in my class who was um, from Liverpool. Right. So that I could like get special lessons in how to be a scouser. Oh my God, trained. I know. And I had like a ginger wig and like court shoes and like a hilarious <laughs> pencil skirt. And I was like nine. Um, and I had to be like doing all of the bits and like making loads of like hilarious Tudor jokes. It was like, it was so horrible histories, but like yeah, before it's time. Yeah, that's exactly what it's giving me vibes of. And I fucking love yeah. horrible histories. Anyway, brought the house down. So I would kill to see that. I'm sure it's somewhere. I'll ask. I'm gonna ask Alison. Yeah, time I see it. we'll ask her. <laughs> but then the following year, I was upgraded to the lead role based on that <gasps> performance. Who are you then, Henry VIII? Well, this is incredibly <laughs> sapphic, and I'll reveal it to you now. I was Jack in Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh. Yes. 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 And I, I had a French plait. Yes. And I had like um like a shirt with like that was sleeveless, white with like a lot of gold but- buttons down the front, jodhpurs, <laughs> some knee-length leather boots, like sort of yes. you know like panto boy boots. Yeah. And then um a tan leather waistcoat. Oh. <laughs> Get you to Dempsey's stack. <laughs> I know. I, I like wish I still had that outfit and I would Amazing. wear it to Dempsey's. Oh, absolutely. I think that in every queer's past there is a uh, like um a gender bending like um instance of uh of um play of what's the word of acting or of um theater yeah i as you know i think was romeo and romeo and juliet yes yeah i mean come on we should have all known we should have was wearing like a silken tunic did you have to like fake kiss? Yeah. Oh yeah. We, then we had to get like a, we, had to, we weren't allowed to kiss, obviously. Well, I don't think they would have made them kiss, kiss the kids kiss anyway if, if I was like no. a boy. But um, we, had, we had to get like a fan out and we had to like pretend to kiss behind <laughs> it. <laughs> and you were like, should we just? And I was like, should we just do it, Andrea? <laughs> <laughs> should, we, should we just? <laughs> um, yeah, I was Romeo 1. Because there were so many kids that it was split into Romeo 1 and Romeo 2. Oh, okay. And I was the much better Romeo. Really? The stronger of the two? Yeah, the reviews when they were in were Romeo 1 for a reason. Okay. Romeo 2 f- for, for no reason. reason. <laughs> <laughs> no rhyme or reason. Yes. Oh, well, learning so much about each other in our theatrical past. We are. I like it when we tell stories that we don't know about each other because, you know, there's just still so much more to learn even yeah. after 11 years of friendship. Yeah, so much more... Uh mining to be done so what i'm living for is the fact that not only you will be the one doing some diy anymore oh okay yeah 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 yeah. because that is a very roundabout way of saying that i am doing some diy you are so are you though no <laughs> you're not though are you? you're getting someone to come in and do some diy yes someone's doing but it you're organizing it yeah so that's you're, I'm, di- you're diying that bit what, what is personally you're project happening. managing i'm personally project managing it <laughs> and um it's all happening and i went to home base to pick out the bits i know and How was that you? we did the um the diagrams together we did do the diagrams together it was very exciting actually i loved it yeah that was that was good and they were up to my mum's standards because she oh, was asking good. me loads of questions like well have you measured this have you measured that like not trusting in me and then i brought them back and she was like oh yes well yes very good hmm. oh good and that's good I'm glad and then impressed. she did say though you don't need it in inches because no one measures in that anymore and it's a waste of time and I was like right okay well it doesn't really matter does it because um you've got centimeters for everything so just <laughs> anyway it was fine so I'm gonna do that and what was like originally like a bit of tiling is now kind of like 
upgraded itself so i'm having like a few new bits and i'm well i'm gonna paint the bathroom oh exciting what color sulking room pink (laughs) i love a pink bathroom yes my friends in leeds have recently they always had a pink bathroom they've had it like done as well they've had like new bath bathroom put in and everything yeah and like their bathroom is pink and it's just a delight every time i go there i'm like oh this is so nice yeah i want it to be just be like a stunning like classy french fancy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what i want it to be um but yeah have you seen sulking room pink i've i've heard rumor of it I've yeah heard tale of sulking room it's pink. like a very sort of muted sort of like minky it's sort of pink. like dusty pink yeah. yeah no that's gonna look fucking great yeah f and b is finest export <laughs> um so that's what i am living for great. and i am longing for gay syria tomorrow which will have already happened by the time this goes out but um we're gonna go and see that documentary it's somewhere on oxford road i don't really know where it yeah, is Yeah, i'm not really sure where it is i think it might be in the old corner house is it? that's where it related to on the map when i had a look earlier okay but somewhere around there so top bit of oxford street that's so gonna, that's gonna mean that we'll have to get a burrito it's gonna mean that yeah <laughs> which is no problem no problem we haven't had one for ages actually i know but you must remind me to not get one for lunch okay <laughs> <laughs> what time do you usually have your lunch i remember to text you one one okay i'll text you about half 12 okay no burrito for you please no <laughs> Yes, that should be really good. It'll be really interesting. It's a documentary about, uh, I don't actually know. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. That should be really interesting. And yes. we'll talk about it next week when we've seen it. Okay. And what are you living and longing for this week? Uh, so I am living for the, uh, I saw that um, they're going to be making another, a new TV series of The Talented Mr. Ripley, which I love. Ooh. A story that I love and a film I love with Andrew Scott off of Fleabag, off of Sherlock as the as the titular talented character, Mr. the talented Ripley. Mr. Ripley. And I think that is genius casting. Oh, yeah. I, I love him. I think he's brilliant and everything. Who's making it? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's Amer- an American TV series, but I don't know who is specifically making it. So, but that's all I've heard about it. And I think, perfect, great. And I love Mr. Ripley, the talented version. <laughs> yes. Do we know when it's coming? No, I don't think so. I think next year, probably. Okay. Um, but I am living for that because I think that will be a great thing. And I am longing for the fact that it is now spooky season. Yes. And that it is getting ever, ever closer to Halloween, which I do love loads. Yeah. Halloween is like, to me, I think you're probably similar to you because we had upbringings that were more sort of North American. Mm. There's like this, it makes me feel really nostalgic. I used to like go so into Halloween in Malaysia because I was at an American school and yeah. it was like insanely obsessed with Halloween. So I love like in October to just watch like all spooky things and stuff. And then did you come back here and were you like sorely disappointed by how oh. shit Halloween is here? Yes. I know, it's really bad. <laughs> I couldn't bad. believe it. And it's like way better now than it was when I oh, yeah, came yeah, back. Oh yeah, yeah, bet. And I remember like when we came back, my mum was like, okay, so she like went on the PTA to like get some mates or do some things or whatever. And then um, she was like, yeah, we should do like a Halloween disco. And they were like, oh no, we don't do Halloween. You know, like it's like part of like the the, the occult or something. And then my mum was like, slow your roll. Let's just like get a big inflatable pumpkin and give the kids some hot dogs. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, I love Halloween. Um, And this, like this year, I want to like watch a bunch of scary films because I haven't watched any scary films for ages and I love them. So. Are there any screenings of anything? Because I went to see there Hocus. Definitely will be. I went to see Hocus Pocus. I think last year or the year before, and that was good fun. Yeah, at we went. The we went Victoria Bath, and we went ages ago. We saw Hocus Pocus and Be- 
Beetlejuice as a double bill. Oh yeah, Gorilla. Gorilla, and that was really fun. Yeah, we should see what is happening again because yeah, I actually, would like to do that. On the subject of that, Partisan are doing on Halloween night. They are doing a couple episodes of Twin Peaks, which will be really oh, good. So I'm, okay. I'll be, I'm be going to that. Oh, so okay. if you want to come, come to that. Yeah, um, and that should be really good. Mike Spooky and Twin Peaks is like that perfect sort of like not. Like yes. proper scary, but like spooky and like fun to watch in, in the Halloween spirit. And gay rights. And gay rights. Such gay rights. So uh, yeah, that is what I am longing for. Just, you know, diving right on into those jack-o'-lanterns. Anything that you want to watch in particular? Any new releases? Um, I want to watch the second season of the Netflix Sabrina. Because mm. I watched the first season last year and I enjoyed it for the sense of it just being spooky and being about Sabrina and it being all right. I don't think it's amazing but it's quite like atmospheric in okay. that sense. So I enjoy it for that. Like enjoy the world of it. Gorge. Um, so I'm going to watch the second season of that and I will get back to you with uh, what happens in that. But I've been waiting until October to watch it because of it being spooky. Right. So Olivia, I have something I need to get off my chest at the top of the show here, if you can call this the top. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to have to go into a segment that's usually saved for a little bit later, but we need it right now because I just need to talk about it. It's time for... I don't agree with it. So, Lucy, what is it that you need to get off your chest and that you don't agree with this week? Right, so I know it's, like, maybe boring, but it's commuter-based. <laughs> but I don't care. This is... I, I'm still reeling from this. Okay. I drove back from my uh, parents' house today. Yes. A journey which is usually an hour and 15 minutes long took me two and a half hours. Ew. Because I sat in traffic on the M6. It took me... An hour and 20 minutes to go four miles. Pourquoi? For no reason. There was no reason. In the day, in the middle of the yeah, day. Yeah, in the middle of the day. I left, I left early to try and like not hit like um, school time traffic, which I usually do hit when I come back to Manchester on a Monday sometimes. So I was like, I'm going to go early. So I left at like half one and should have been back here by like three latest. Yeah. And um, got to the M6 and then all of a sudden there was this fucking traffic. So I joined the queue of the traffic because it was to come off the M6 at Manchester mm. and did the right thing. I know it was an hour 20 because I listened to two podcasts in that time and I added up what how long they were and they were an hour 20 together. And um, the thing I don't agree with is people not getting in the queue and pushing in right at the end. Yeah, that's Selfish rude. drivers. Yeah. Which is like everybody. And, the reason, and they're making it worse. They're the reason there's the traffic. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't, I, I was so annoyed. I'm like, it, to, to a point I was like, yeah, of course, maybe you wouldn't know until now to come through, fine, yeah, come and join the queue, whatever, great. Mm. But then when you get in literally right up to like, when you know that the exit is there and people are still pushing through and somebody came and pushed like literally over the bit, you're not even supposed to push. And I tried to like not let them in, but I couldn't not, you know, not get in a crash because they were being a dickhead and they just swooped in and I was so annoyed. I like was like, oh, I was like, if I don't get out of this car soon, I'm going to like kill somebody. <laughs> I'm going to end up in a crash. You know, like I was proper road raging. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know I can road rage, mm. but this was such an acute version of it that I was so upset by like all these people being dickheads. And it's just this, my, I have an issue in general with the world in the fact that everyone is so selfish. And I think that that really comes to light on the roads. <laughs> She's nodding in agreement. Mm. She agrees. She agrees with it. Um, and yeah, it was just terrible. And I don't agree with people being stupid drivers. And then I got back into Manchester and then hit the school traffic. So then I got stuck in that as well. Aww. And it was just very, very sad. So um, I just don't agree with people being selfish drivers. Please don't be a selfish driver. Just um, be nice. Join the queue like everybody else. And maybe there won't be as much traffic. But anyway, thank you for letting me uh, get that off my chest. I'm sorry if I was a bit angry there, but it's still very much with me. 
Very raw. Very raw. And I'm very worried about getting stuck in traffic on the way home as well. So let's round this up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bye. That's post-football, not just in general. <laughs> uh, what do you, you not agree with, Olivia? Well, Lucy. Hopefully it's, it's more lighthearted. <laughs> well, it's absolutely not. Oh. oh, dear. So what I don't agree with this week um unfortunately it isn't another round of men's jokes but there inevitably have been like a thousand men's jokes between now and one second ago but what i am not agreeing with this week is our very first ever troll oh my god yeah you're right i know so um i'd I'd repressed it already i say i don't agree with it but like actually it's made me scream so much like with laughter it's very funny it is very funny but it but it also do not agree with it yes so, and, but I, <laughs> it's a great story. I feel like um, the last sort of 22 minutes have kind of been um, her being proved right in a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's not the pro- that's not the point. Right. Tell the story and then we can tell tell her why it doesn't why she's an idiot. <laughs> OK, so anyway, here's the story. A long, long time ago in a land far, far away. <laughs> Called Tinder. <laughs> I matched with someone on Tinder like months ago Mm. and yeah, ages, ages, ages ago. And my Tinder, as I'm sure people might have seen, (laughs) it like my, my, yeah, my bio is just about the podcast. Yes, it is, isn't it? Because I just want to get those downloads. Yeah. Basically. Selfless, selfless. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing the pod's work. You are. So anyway, um, literally months ago, I matched and then they said to me, I'm going to listen to your podcast as like the first thing they said to me. And then I, I replied back and just said, ah, good. Hope you like it. And like no other efforts to make conversation to be, to be honest. Like, but I wasn't rude. I was just like, hope you like it. That's it. But not like asking them anything or doing any chats. That's all I said. Yeah. Anyway. Then it went dead. Anyway. Nothing else. Months go by. (laughs) I'd literally, com- obviously, completely forgotten about this, and then I like get a notification to be like X person has sent you a message, and I was like, "What the hell's that?" So like, I went back on Tinder, and um, she has replied to me saying, "Ah, I hope you like it today." In the middle of it at eleven thirteen a.m., saying, "I didn't." Upside down smiley face. <laughs> months later and then and then she goes i tried to though but i felt it's far too much two mates hanging out (laughs) therefore zero connection because i'm just a stranger shrug (laughs) woman emoji oh my god we're so sorry for alienating you all strangers um (laughs) i just can't believe that well it's so rude believe it so, baby also, like what does she expect like what, what what is that like her trying to do some chat i really don't think it was but then why say it you if you want to like keep chatting to the person on tinder you don't like their podcast or whatever you don't have to say you can just say oh it's not for me but like cool that you're doing it or something if you're trying to like actually chat to them why what is what is she what is she hoping to achieve yeah because surely you would just not say anything because you you'd would, be so you off-put by them nothing you'd be so off-put by our friendship yes <laughs> It is pretty off-putting, yeah. 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 (laughs) Absolutely fair enough. If you could could stand our friendship, then welcome in. (laughs) Yeah, so then I just... um, I can't believe that. Oh yeah, your response is perfect. I just responded and just said, well, you can't win them all and unmatched. (laughs) (laughs) 
Honestly, do not agree with it, but also what a story. I know. And this is this is just our lives now, Olivia. Being trolled left, right, centre. Yeah, but in good news, we have gone back up because didn't like one of your friends or somebody um like press the wrong button on the reviews and then we went down to four point nine. Didn't you yes, say? Yes, somebody... No, I, somebody must have pressed the wrong buttons, right? Because they wouldn't have meant to have done that. Oh, right. So you're just assuming that it must have been an awful mistake. <laughs> yes. Right. That's why I said to you to make you feel better because you were sad about it. Oh, okay. Right. Well, we've gone back up to five. <laughs> oh, gorgeous. That so. is good, actually. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's very uh, good. Thank you, everybody, for the vibes. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but yeah, thank you. And yeah, would if you, you get enough fives, it outweighs, you know? It's something to do with maths, but I wouldn't know because math sucks. Yes, you you wouldn't. <laughs> that wouldn't be your area of expertise. The algorithms, the <laughs> no. the averages, no. the means, the medians, the no, modes. No, just like the stats at the end. Mm. Yeah. Okay, the hard lines. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that is what I don't agree with this week, but it was really funny and then i posted it on our like friend group yeah and everyone was up in arms weren't they, were, they they were so up in arms <laughs> oh my god call back i know up in arms. forgot about that um yeah they were absolutely up in arms and uh very 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 supportive and protective of us which we very much appreciate thank you yeah thank you hans yeah we were finding it really funny but they were in like a white hot rage yeah they were like, Can't believe that <laughs> i mean you were just like <laughs> which yes. is just you know because we're two mates hanging out yeah just Two gals. Two gal pals. Hanging out. Spinning around this globe. <laughs> Been around the globe? No, we're not the fucking sun or moon. I don't know anything. <laughs> anyway. I also watched this video today. It was like a short video mm. on BBC about um, what it... So they, they've done this study into dreams. Oh, yeah. And it's like basically pulls together data from like thousands of different people's dreams to try and like distill like the one unifying dream oh interesting yeah it's quite interesting so it's sort of like you know if you were to dream about a food the most likely food you would dream about would be chocolate right um and of the chocolates the chocolate that you're most likely to dream about is actually white chocolate interesting interesting yeah um the mode of transportation you would probably use and have featured in your dream would be a car okay and um you're more likely to fall than fly you um a family member that's most likely to feature in your dream is your mother okay and there are like all of these like common signifiers that um all kind of like bind us together into like the every dream yeah i assume that this is like uh has is not like an international study it's culturally just to do with like britain or america or something like yeah, that yeah i think i think it's a uk yeah, study a uk study yeah no that's very interesting the the, the great uk dream what is it <laughs> <laughs> if only we knew <laughs> oh my god yeah that is the question <laughs> that is the question but um yeah it was very interesting to kind of like pick out the things because i always dream about kidnappings as you know i was gonna say yeah what, what's your most recurring dream is it the kidnapping one yeah, yeah. It, it's always about some kind of kidnapping or some kind of like stealth like something's being taken or someone's mm. being taken and apparently taken. The, the most common feeling like prevailing feeling from dreams is fear yeah um and that is definitely like my dreams always have an element of that like it's very much like a bad action movie my dreams they're they're very like sort of taken adjacent yes (laughs) that's interesting yeah i know what about you my most recurring dream is definitely an anxiety and stress dream which is where i am at sixth form or i'm at uni it's usually sixth form and like I get there and I don't know my schedule. And I've got no idea where I need to be. Oh no! And it's like so 
incredibly stressful and I always am like running around the campus or whatever trying to figure out where I need to fucking be and being like why didn't I fucking print off my schedule why do I never know where I need to be and like stressing out everyone's in lessons going into classrooms like my friend being there being like you're not supposed to be here until like we got English in like two hours like you need to be somewhere else and I'm like where do I need to be she's like I don't know and I'm just like running around it's that I have that dream very often okay it's very stressful but yeah, and I wake up feeling absolutely paralyzed with like fear and anxiety that I don't know what I'm doing with my life. With your high school planner though, in your dream <laughs> and out of your dream, did you have like a clean planner or did you graffiti it and like add some things um, to it? When I had one, I would add loads of bits to it. But I yeah. didn't have one like in later years, but in my like middle school, I definitely did. Like, How did you know what lessons you were going to be in if you didn't have a planner and what your homework was? You just, just had like um you got like a printout of your timetable yeah so you just would put that wherever you want it and then in like a mangy I, backpack I, for a year yeah well, no, well I don't know, that's why i didn't know where i was fucking going <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, these weren't actually dreams these are just memories of <laughs> me running around campus um and i guess i would have i did have a planner yes I would, no i just had a diary yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Um, I guess I would do like some doodles and stuff. Yeah, mm. I just don't remember it that much. But I remember like in my earlier years, uh, like abroad and stuff, I would put like stickers everywhere and loads of different shit. Yeah, and I was like, we used to do a thing where you get like textbooks at the beginning of the year, and we'd bind them in like wrapping paper and stuff. Yeah, like, and make sticky back plastic them. Yeah, make them more exciting. Yeah, yeah, we used to do that too. Yeah, what weird thing? And to that do? would always be like the homework for the first lesson. <laughs> be like you need to sticky back plastic and like gift wrap your textbooks oh really i don't remember it, it was never like a set thing but everyone just did it yeah we don't like exchange stickers did it to textbooks and did it to like exercise books as well yeah that's what i remember doing loads yeah, yeah. and my mom would always be like for god's sake and i'd like go mad if like the sticky back plastic went on and like it like creased <laughs> and i, I just... didn't have any plastic just paper but yeah also in the news this week um i read a really good article in the lgbt rights section of the guardian um about the case of trans woman amy stevens who was fired from her job after coming out um and this is going to court and it's going to the supreme court on the 8th of october and it's the first case involving the civil rights of transgender people so it does have quite a few people behind it talking about it laverne cox wore that um that purse to the Emmys that has like, yeah, that has like the date on it and stuff. And then Peppermint has spoken about it, who was on Drag Race a couple of seasons ago and is now like quite a famous, um, like actress in, um, musicals and things like that. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, they're sort of saying it hasn't had as much media traction because it's not the same as like same sex marriage because that seemed to be like a sort of sexier topic but actually like they're sort of saying that you can get married on the weekend yes you can do that now but you could come back to your job and if they find out that you got married you could be fired so it's kind of like well yeah it's still just as bad still so much more to do yeah and um i won't go into detail about the article because it's quite long but i'll link it in the show notes and it is um yeah it's a very upsetting read but it's an it's an important one and i feel like it's something that especially to the wider media is sort of slipping through the net a little bit yeah um so yeah that's going to be a very big day on the 8th of october And also, I don't know if you've seen this in the news, but um, Freddie McConnell, who um, is a journalist in The Guardian, for The Guardian rather, um, he just got the court ruling back that said that he couldn't be referred to as the father of his 
biological child on their birth certificate. Yeah. So it's like been this historic court battle and basically he tried to get that to happen um, and for him to be legally called the father of the child but they've said no yes very disappointing obviously i think uh he will be appealing um and doing whatever he can to sort of push back on it but i don't don't know what what can be done because i don't know anything about the process really but it's very disappointing and not the decision anyone was hoping for i think yeah he's just said I'm saddened by the court's decision not to allow trans men to be recorded as father or parent on their children's birth certificates. I fear this decision has distressing implications for many kinds of families. I will seek to appeal and give no more interviews at this stage. And it's even like they're not even allowing parent. And it's like... That's just bizarre. Yeah. Why not? Like, what? what is the reasoning behind it? I don't... I, it's, it's one of those things where, like, you just cannot see why that would be the decision. No. Um, it's... Yeah, very disappointing and obviously shows that, um, like with in America, uh, there's still a lot more to be done here as well. Yeah, and I've also gone back and watched the documentary of which he is like the main subject called Seahorse, the dad who gave birth. And it's on iPlayer for another 10 days. So by the time this goes out, it won't have loads longer left. But um, you should definitely go and watch it while it's still on. It's about an hour and a half. Yeah, it is really good. It's quite like a difficult watch. But yeah, I think it's definitely it's definitely worth it. And you see kind of the trials and tribulations of the whole process, like the dysphoria that he goes through, like the friends and family that he leans on and all of those relationships and how, you know, things can sort of become frayed both in like his sort of wider relationships with other people, but also with himself as he like goes through this process that, you know, is ultimately like going to bring him all this joy, but it's the frustration that it just can't be easier than it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's an important watch, definitely. Yeah, and I think it really gives people insight into a very, you know, a pretty singular experience because not, you don't sort of hear in the mainstream media or about these sorts of stories. So I think it's important yeah. that um, that they're spoken about. And he's very funny sort of saying like, you know, if um, if all men could get pregnant then like the world would be a very different place and um yeah it's quite funny how he sort of talks about (laughs) that and he can uh, he has like so many different perspectives on life and his experience from sort of um transitioning and now being um pregnant man so yeah definitely go and watch that if you're interested and from one trans parent to another albeit very different parents um (laughs) it's time yes it's time that we spoke about the transparent musical finale yes we both gave ourselves homework to make sure we watched it didn't we yes. yeah yeah well well you text me and said watch this <laughs> make sure you watch this now and i was like yes oh good idea because i wanted to watch it i actually tried to watch it on friday night but i think because it must have come out like on an american time yeah i was like where is it and then i got confused with i thought maybe it wasn't out for another couple weeks but no it is here it is queer mm. and uh yeah we both watched it what did you think well i it's hard, well there's a lot to say there's so much to say and I feel like on the whole I liked it okay because I felt that it was very true to itself to itself in terms of like its roots as as a sort of like very very kind of cringy sometimes really like 
on the edge of what can be appropriate and also the the sort of characterization of those siblings yeah. and how you know you love them but also they can be completely abhorrent and so self-obsessed and narcissistic oh God, yeah. and all of the sort of like main trappings of the series were just completely heightened for the finale so that I did like and the mum is just obviously like gold the whole way through she's brilliant she's so brilliant um Shelley Shelley's character but the one thing that I liked about it most of all was that sort of finally in the way because obviously Jeffrey Tambor isn't in it anymore because they've killed off that character because of allegations made against him mm-hmm. um, while he was working on the show. So he's no longer in it playing the like main character, Mora. And so they kill that character off. And then what sort of happens is that there's this sort of B plot that runs through it that Shelley, the mum, is making this play based on the lives of like their family. And it ends up that a trans woman plays the role of Mora, which is what it always should have been. Exactly. So it was like finally coming good on that. So it's kind of, yeah. Very satisfying. It's given a chance to finally come good on that. And I really liked the scene where um, Shelley and her sort of sit down and she's saying, you know, I'm just really sad because I always knew in my heart that Mora was my soulmate, but did she feel the same way? And then... Um, the sort of new Mora assumes that character yeah. and sings this song to her of like, you know, basically saying, you know, you always were and here are all the reasons yes, why. It's very and it's touching. like really touching, really heartfelt. And they sort of like do a little kiss at the end. Yeah. And I was just like, that's how it always should have should have been. And I felt like there was kind of, for, for a lot of people who were disappointed by the casting, um, mm. maybe a small bit, of closure there yeah. that actually that that actor was able to take on that role and make it their own and sort of provide yeah provide that closure to that story in that way so I did really like that um what about you what was definitely some of your... I, I agree with that but I think for me overall now like 24 hours after having watched it whatever I think overall I was actually disappointed I don't think I liked it altogether okay i felt like it was very um so it's just one two-hour episode this is the finale of like the whole thing um i felt like it was uh very sort of surfacy for on it did not for me it didn't provide closure in a sense it definitely provided closure in a sense of like the moira character yes. i believe I, I agree with that but i felt like for everybody else it was all just a bit sort of like oh here they all are they're th- these are their bits and like not really going into it for each of them and then just being like bringing in through like every character you've ever seen on the show it's like oh right yeah there they are and like but nothing really happening i just felt like it was incredibly um yeah like like surfacy and didn't really do enough for each do, do justice to each of the characters stories in my opinion okay um i in the way that you would be able to if you did a whole series because you would go through it with each character but like it's like they were a bit like had constrained themselves too much to this one finale and I also I also I I do enjoy it but I also felt like for me like the best bits of it were the bits that felt like um true to the uh, the whole series so the the more the quieter bits the the more humany bits the bits with the interactions between the characters not any of the songs I, I thought they were like fine entertaining quite funny in parts like yeah very funny in parts although that first song did the thing that you hate where it said two states in america and then it said northern spain 
Uh, <laughs> and I thought it made me think like, oh, you're gonna hate that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so quite entertaining in a sense. Um, but those bits to me were just aside from what I wanted, which was the character uh, interactions, the personal interactions, and like. For me, like the best bit was like when uh, Shelley went down into the basement where the kids were. At I was the, just going to yeah, say that the bit shiver was such a good like, scene, and like they had an, an actual moment of like some sort of closure for themselves with their yeah. mother, and like that for me is what Transparent was so good. I was so oh sorry, and that for me is what Transparent was so good. I was so uh, good at like gently um, forcing like human interactions, but that that held so much weight because it was off the back of the amazing song your boundary is my trigger yes which which was a very good that song. was probably my favorite one yes it was so that stupid. was that was my favorite song definitely yeah and i i did find the like doppelgangers of like the kids so funny especially yeah. like all those looks that the doppelganger of josh was giving josh yeah and that i made just, me laugh so much i just but... think that like the self-conscious humor of it is so um particular to transparent it is and, and it did definitely live up to its itself in the way that it's very like self-aware and very like oh this is you know each of these characters are so sort of like um selfish and like like you said and like sometimes just so annoying and actually that was um a really good bit where um uh they go to see rachel uh at who's the rabbi the rabbi like the ex-rabbi that they all had um who's like sort of moved away from the group and they go to see her and they're all like start bickering again kind of thing and like she just goes shut up yeah and that's like what you as the viewer think throughout always watching transparent and no one ever does it no one ever does it and then she did it which i really really enjoyed can i also just say huge shout out for how hot Catherine hahn is she is so hot and she's absolutely gorgeous she's she's so sexy that bit where she sang that song yeah love that and i loved how like all the girls who were like doing dancing in the background looked like um self-esteem like body like um self-esteem um self-esteem like backing dancers yeah. you know like, you know, like her singers who she yeah. has with like doing those like body rolls and yeah. like like things in time together it just made <laughs> me think of that but yeah no Catherine Hahn is amazing and then even when she was wearing like yes she wore like the sexy outfit for that song about like how you need to like face up to your grief and stuff yeah um she's so wise she's the best character she in a is, lot of she ways. is yeah. but I also just thought she looked absolutely lovely in that like coppery dress uh, that she yeah, wears with her little end. white pumps yeah oh, so nice I was like you're a yeah. timeless beauty Catherine she is she is um, um, yeah, so I, I did, I did enjoy it, but I want, I, I still, I don't feel, um, satisfied. Yeah. I feel like there could definitely be more of it, but I think that considering all of the bits and that they just wanted to sort of like finish it, I think that it still had a lot of like the trappings of what made it good in the first place. And also it knows what it's kind of more sort of eye roll equalities are and they just sort of ham that up they, like it was yes. very self-conscious but then it has all the light and shade elements really like it did that quite successfully I, I thought for two hours and also I really really loved um Davina's song at the funeral yes that was a great song yeah, yeah definitely no yeah and and her character like was incredibly powerful powerful throughout it which i really enjoyed i also forgot that tig was in it yes i forgot that too until she like just turned off and i was like oh yeah because she was married to bob to tammy no to tammy she was she is bob is that right yeah yeah she's bob Bob. yeah tammy's tammy yeah Yeah. (laughs) um and can i also just say i was very sad because there was one hun missing that did not come back do you remember who that was 
I'm racking my brain. I am racking my brain. So it's the thing is that I don't remember like all of Charlie. It was so so long since I actually Should watched I tell it. You? Yeah, you're gonna have to. Cedar. Oh my god! Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I couldn't even remember who that was. Yeah. For so long. It doesn't surprise me that she didn't come back into it. Yeah, but I'm sad. About yeah. It. Oh. <laughs> um, but I like. Would have been good. I like that Cherry Jones came back and was like, "Do you want to get a vegan donut?" <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like. <laughs> she that character is perfect yeah and so well done yeah yeah like and then she didn't want to get a vegan donut and she's going like uh just no. and like all, all she does is like come in and be like oh everyone's trying to fuck with her yeah fuck with us like the establishment and it's like just so perfect yeah i did i did i did enjoy that but i also felt like because of it being like i said constrained to the two hours you had this sort of like 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 bring out all the ex characters and they all like came through and, and have their of, little moment. Yeah, have yeah. A little moment. And I find that a bit sort of forced and therefore not really like very like um dynamic and yeah. like, I mean I would have really in, enjoyed in just a whole of the series. No, exactly that's what I mean. I, I think if there had been a whole series where it could have like done a bit more closure for everybody and then and then like an a, a culmination at the end, I guess. But yeah. I can like, see that also they why they chose to do it like this. Yeah, I do too. I did sort of remember thinking that a little bit with Sarah's character, because you know at the funeral where she's talking to Tammy and Barb and she's like, yeah, like I'm really happy with like my husband and kids. And it's like, well, why? Like what's really changed? Yes, like, exactly. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, I want to believe that and I understand that I'm supposed to, but what what evidence has there been to like yeah. actually let me think yeah. that that's a thing. But yeah, I think the only antidote to that would have just been more time and they just didn't yeah. want to do that. So. And I think that similarly for, I think um, I read a, a, a article or a tweet about it uh, today about like um, how, like why has, because like obviously there's loads of spoilers in this, so, but yeah, well, <laughs> well prepare yourself. But um, for about 10 minutes ago, but <laughs> um, like why did, so Rachel and Josh like seemingly end up back together or whatever. And it's like, why, what, is her name Rachel or Raquel? Raquel. I've just, I said that wrong the whole time. Oh, right, it's Raquel. Yeah, why did I say that? Yeah, I knew it wasn't. it's spelt a bit like that. Yeah, um, they like end up back together now and, and it's seemingly, and it's like, uh, well, why did she forgive him? He just seems just seems to be like, oh, it's fine. Here we are. Blah, yeah, blah. and he hasn't really seemed to change other than no. like be sad about his parents just, dying. Yeah, just be sad about his parents dying and go to some like like sex and love addiction, like the beginnings of some meetings. Like, yeah, and so that would have been interesting to see the development of that and like yeah, that um, would have been good yeah. to sort of make it feel like there was you know that was at stake and that that was sort yeah, of set up and then exactly. towards the end you'd be like really happy. Yeah, as back opposed together. to it was just like oh it's here it is it's done and that's that's like just yeah. unsatisfying to to me as a viewer. The only part I thought that Ari um like got like a good ending in that you know she got to have her bart mitzvah or yeah. whatever and like that's like really important. I found that a bit really emotional when they had that. Yeah, that bit was uh super emotional and, and good and, and that's what like I wanted more of sort of that but maybe like they could not get it all yeah it's just a bit too condensed for me. Yeah. And that it's my thoughts and feelings really okay. transparent oh and also i would just like to shout out to the fact that ari spends the whole uh, of the episode just wearing various different colored boiler suits which i shout loved out away. <laughs> which i loved <laughs> so apart from uh listening to the all the music in the musical finale of transparent what else have you been listening to what is your track of the week my track of the week this week um on my Instagram stories, mm-hmm. I put out um, a little 
thing to <laughs> say a yeah, little summon summon to um ask people if they would watch all of as if with me from the beginning right yes i saw this yeah. yes it was my public request <laughs> and on the like so i i got an old like promo pic of the mm. series if you don't know it was a series that was on maybe like i don't know early noughties on e4 right and it was about these like teenagers navigating life and love in london sort of thing it was i've like, never seen it i don't right, know it. cool um it was so great and it was yeah. like the sort of mainstay of um like e4 or t no it wasn't e4 t4 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 hangover viewing so it would, it would be like very much in the heyday when like makita oliver and june sarpong okay, okay. um vernon yeah, k yeah. would be on it and they'd just like have hobbits where they'd like chat on the sofa and then be like yeah anyway it's shipwrecked or whatever <laughs> and then it'd be like oh like we'll like you know tara's team win the domino's pizza things like that absolute golden age of telly and you'd just be like sat there horizontal after like a night out of poptastic just like watching it like oh my god um, <laughs> <laughs> then it reminds you that you want a domino's then you order one and then it just yeah, all well, like it all worked didn't it it all works out but anyway as if was one of those like main right, programs from okay. that and it was just like about all their like many lives and loves and things like a skins vibe yeah sort but like of. a bit less hedonistic like a little bit more just like normal pre-skins yeah, yeah definitely yeah, pre-skins yeah. treading the boards for skins yes um and it was so good and the soundtrack to it was the song um would you by touch and go oh i do know that song yes yeah and it's the one that has <laughs> so when i when i posted about it i like put the music yeah. on the picture and then our friend sarah french replied and you? said this soundtrack was the only reason that i learned to play the trumpet oh my god that's yeah. amazing because she wanted to be able to like probably impress the chicks with touch and go yeah and it's the like i've noticed you around um like one yeah, which yeah. everybody knows and then that like which was no like, idea with that the that was the soundtrack for that telly like i know that song but i had no idea that it was from like would have been used it was for, absolutely for like yeah. iconic of, yeah, of that well, I can time imagine. I want to yeah. watch it, so... I think you'd like it loads. Okay, I'm going to watch it. Although the main one, because I was um, saying that I would like to re-watch it through... Oh. Hi, I'm just recording the podcast. Can I call you back? Okay, bye. So, um, yeah, so I was saying that I would like to re-watch it through like um a 2019 mm. queer lens looking at the character development of Suze who was the one with the dreadlocks Suze yeah oh, right okay and she was like so she was like meant to be straight I think in it but like she definitely was okay. so gay vibes love love to put a queer lens yeah on old telly yeah okay interesting yeah well we should watch some and then uh we should see yeah we will see about it okay we will um, so that is my track of the week. What is yours? Mine comes from uh, a singer-songwriter called Sydney Gish, which is, I think, just like such a great name. Sounds sort of like a, a like a reporter of the 20s. Sydney yeah. Gish <laughs> for the New York Tribune or whatever. <laughs> but um, she is, I think she's from Australia, I'm not sure. But she's a singer-songwriter and she just sings all these really like nice, pleasant songs. She does loads of like sort of like wordplay in her songs, which I really enjoy. Um, and... Uh, the song that I am going to recommend is uh, Presumably Dead Arm, which is like really good and does the thing that I love of songs, which I've mentioned before, where it like builds and then it's like really like at the end, which yeah. I really like. Um, and she's just really good. So um, I would recommend listening to her. And that's my track of the week. So we're nearly ready to round off this episode. But before we do, we just need to check in with one major hun. It's time for... 
Celine watch. So this week, Lucy, as we revealed last week, revealed we revealed we personally yeah. revealed it. We got yeah. the um, the hot Reuters the hot ticket <laughs> the hot from ticket Celine herself, and she let us know that she was doing a ginormous <laughs> tour. One of the places in, was be Manchester. Anyway, um, so the tickets by the time this goes out will have already gone on general sale, but they are on sale at this moment in the past. Yes, on O2 Priority. Right. Yeah. So my friend sent me some screen grabs today because her friend bought them. Oh really? Guess how much they paid? Well, I know because you told me, but tell everybody else. A hundred and seventy pounds. I can't believe that for a ticket and for so, one singular ticket. For one ticket, and that is for for the floor seated A, and then floor seated. Yeah, so it goes down to... £170! Yeah, so the, the price increments are yeah. as follows. £170, £137, £104, or £76.50 for, like, the nosebleeds. Right. Bloody hell, Celine. Can you believe? I've, like, I knew it would be expensive, but that is spenny and a half. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that, you know, she's a woman of quality. Yes. And you need to pay for that, but 170 quid. Yes, that's a lot. I know that, like, gigs for big, like, stars are more and more these days. And, like, you know, I remember paying, a few years ago, paid, like, 60 or 70 quid to see Beyonce or whatever and was like, oh, God, that's so much. This is how yeah. much things are now. But that is so much. Yeah, because the most I've ever paid for a gig was Beyonce maybe two years ago when she brought out Lemonade. Yeah. And it was... Eighty-eight pounds. Yeah, yeah, and that's the most I've ever paid. For yeah, a the gig. most I've ever paid was Beyonce. I think it was seventy, and that was like two years before that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I mean, it's mind blowing. If you can, if you can afford it, and you want to go, absolutely go. We're gonna have to hope for some sort of stalk to bring us bags and bags of cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we, uh, if we, if we win some money on the scratch cards, then oh, we'll go. absolutely. Yeah. If we win any money at any point, we'll put it towards Cellini. But you know that fire and ball paint won't buy itself. So for now. <laughs> I'm going to have to say no to this, as when manuel Miranda once said. Oh. Also, um, if you ever have listened to My Dad Wrote a Porno, mm. um, there's a new series of it on at the moment. I literally have no idea what's going on with it, because it is just like massively spiraled, and I have no idea what's going on right, with the actual right. plot. Yeah. But I just sort of have it on in the background, and they do like a footnotes one, which is where they get like a guest on um, to discuss the previous episode. Right. And then this week, they had Lin-Manuel Miranda. <gasps> And it was so good. Oh, I love him so much. I love him. We love you, Lynn. So much. Aww, yeah. Lynn watch. And he was complimenting <laughs> Jamie on his accents. And I was like, oh my God, imagine being complimented by Jamie. And Sorry. Imagine being complimented <laughs> imagine. by Lynn on your acting prowess. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. You'd love that. I mean, anyone would love that. That di- would be amazing. Dine out on yeah. that for years. You could. And would. Yeah. Surely. Um, well, while we wait for the moment when Lynn compliments us on our own acting abilities... We will be loving you, leaving you, and longing for you. Until next time. Bye. What testing? Testing. Testing, 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 testing. Is that fucking Macklemore?